then we don't we don't get to wash our mouths, right? No, you you can curse all you want. Now we're live. That's what I do. We're not, we're not pussy fooling around, cocksuckers. I mean, all righty. Fuck yeah. Like and welcome to the Ice Tea and Meme Show with your host, Noel Dog. I got my iced tea here. I got my meme book. We got a good guest, so stay with us. We'll be right back with the Ice Tea Meme Show hosted by Noel Dog. And welcome to this week's episode of the podcast, the Ice Tea Meme Show, episode number five. Uh, this is my monologue where I tell some jokes that I wrote that I think were fun at the time. Um, this week I got more, I got 30, usually I got about 15, 12 to 15, maybe 16, maybe 20, so this week I did a little bit more, because this episode, you know, kind of a milestone, I guess, five is a decent amount, you know, a special number for me, I guess, now, I think, you know, as I get on, anyways, without further ado, let us begin, uh, the sports will go, as it was announced that last, late last week, that Stefan Diggs won the Receiver of the Year award after having an impressive first year with the Buffalo Bills after being traded from the Minnesota Vikings, my team, earlier this season, earlier this offseason. Diggs can now stop whining like a baby and get the attention he wants, similar to Trump when he whines about unfairness to his cult. It was made official over the weekend that the U.S. men's junior hockey team defeated Canadian, the Canadian junior hockey team well, it was a countrywide jubilation of glee. In reality, it wasn't that big of a deal, seeing as they'll just choke in the Olympics, like usual, like usual, similar to the Republicans in the Georgia Senate race, Senator runoff race, I should say. It was announced earlier this week that Devonta Smith, Alabama's wide receiver, won the Heisman Trophy, making him the first wide receiver to win the award in decades. I was going to make a joke about that, about this one. But I couldn't find anything to laugh about. Uh, laugh about this, seeing as this didn't really matter to me. Seeing, seeing as Alabama would just choke next week in the national championship game. But I'm on a more positive and interesting note. Alex Smith and the Washington football team made it to the playoffs after the last few years of uncertainty with Alex Smith's leg injury and leg in particular. And Washington trying to be relative, even after getting rid of their name, they finally have come back to averageness. Just averageness, you know, nothing else. Doug Pearson and company were in some hot waters last week as the Philadelphia Eagles were one of the final teams to be eliminated from the playoff contention list after a few questionable decisions by their head coach. I guess benching your starting QB for someone else to get reps and taking the game is, um, is you know, relevant. Sorry, I, what, I, what I typed here wasn't that good. Uh, it was made official, though. It was made official that certain NFL head coaches were not being retained and would be game fired at the end of the season. Shitty teams finding the crappier coaches such as Anthony Lynn and Doug Marone. It's more expected than Republicans letting Democrats impeach Trump. Not for one time, but two times. Speaking about NFL coaches, it was made public that Marvin Lewis was interviewing for the Detroit Lions head coach head coaching job earlier this week as he looks to get back into the spotlight after making the Bengals more of an embarrassment than Eric Trump working for his father. But um ESPN made it official, announcing that this year's upcoming NCAA March Madness is being held entirely in Indianapolis. Last time this much excitement was excitement towards Indianapolis was when the Captain Square Square Forehead took the Colts to the Super Bowl and won. <laughs> but I'm sorry, Peyton Manning. I just I had to. During the pandemic, small businesses have been struggling to stay in business, as many of them have had to make the tough choice of shutting down. Luckily, the fan favorite Barstool Sports has stepped up to the plate by raising nearly twenty five million dollars for small businesses. A company like, if a company full of misogynistic hormonal men can raise $25 million, an outcome a bunch of grandparents on Capitol Hill can't vote through an, an increase in minimum wage and a bigger stimulus check. Ba-dum-sh. 
As always, the Cleveland Browns found another way to be the embarrassment of the NFL again, as it was announced that half a dozen of, half a dozen of personnel had caught COVID-19 and would be out of the entirety of the playoffs, including their head coach, Kevin Stefanski. Browns made the announcement that the special teams coach, Mike Pricker, would fill in as coach. The decision makes about as much sense as four writers condoning Trump's action of the last four years. But it was a big night for Stephen Curry last week as he would go on to score 62 points this past Sunday against the Portland Trailblazers. 62 points. This would set a record in the NBA as well as a big step in the direction of the old step, old version of Steph Curry. Finding out that a professional women's basketball team owned by Kelly Loeffler helped Peter was more interesting than that stat line. ESPN also announced that Trey Young was leading the race for early MVP voting. Already, as millions of people across the world couldn't give less of a shit about a team that is still irrelevant. As we shift to the entertainment news portion of the show, uh, on a more sad note, though, my thoughts and prayers go to Dr. Dre as it was announced that he suffered from a brain aneurysm. Maybe then they'll help him make better music. Cardi B was in the news recently as she was found getting into a war of words with WWE superstars during their WWE Raw Legends Night on Twitter last week. No, no, this past Monday. I don't want to watch WWE now. I'm definitely not going to watch it later when the human version of a lab parakeet signs to WWE if that happens. In more, po- in more positive news, it came to light that the longtime children's television show Caillou was getting canceled after 20 years on the air. It's a long time. Parents around the world were rejoicing at this, at this news more than the people in Emerald City after the witch melted into thin air. For some reason, a lot of parents hate the show, just like how a lot of Republicans hate Democrat people. <laughs> In a bizarre set of events, we all found out that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West would be divorcing after eight long years together. What is more interesting about this is that it's reported that Kris Jenner, um, well, my favorite name, Kim Kardashian's mother, um, Madison to do this, along with Yeezy possibly cheating on Kim with makeup mogul Jeffree Star. You must be at a low point in your life if you're getting hot in the sheets with someone of the same plumbing. You know, don't get me wrong, um... You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if that's the path he wants to go, that's fine. But, you know, you need to reevaluate your life if you choose Star as your next partner, especially after, you know, tapping Kim K a few times. One of the most weird things, I should say, not interesting, but one of the most weird things about this past weekend was the news surrounding former Charlie's Angel, former Charlie's Angels, Bond Girl, and that, and, no, I should say, one of the most interesting thing, weird things, I should say, and interesting, I guess you could say, one of the most weird things about this past weekend was the news surrounding former Charlie Angels, a former Bond, uh, former Bond girl, and that 70s show, Tanya Roberts. First, there's part that she had died, um, I think it was December 23rd, after collapsing for, after walking her dog. Then it was reported that she wasn't dead via, via her reps and her former boyfriend before it was officially announced that she had died. This was about as weird um, as Republicans and members of Trump's cabinet da- uh, denouncing what happened at Capitol and disagreeing with Trump. All serious note, though, I, I do give up my hopes and prayer, uh, prayers and condolences to Tanya Roberts' family, friends, co-stars, and anyone that's ever acted with her that's still acting in the live. Um, you know, I liked her on uh, that 70s show, and I, I don't remember what Bond movie she was in, but I, I liked her. She was in Roger Moore, so I liked his movie, so I, I really feel bad, because I liked her character, though, on that 70s show. She was nice. I'm sure she was nice. I don't know, though. Um, Harry Styles was spotted holding hands with 34-year-old Olivia Wilde earlier this week, which caused a stir up in the media, as fans thought he had switched governments a few weeks prior. According to US News Online, Bobby Schmurder, famous rap- rapper, is eligible for release in February from prison. She's like, Kanye getting divorced? I don't 
I just don't care about overrated artists like him. I care more about my father buying the correct flavored water than if some rapper gets released later than when fanboys think he should be out. Boomsh. Came out that Britney Spears, Britney Spears' cons conservatorship, jeez, I almost couldn't say that, her conservatorship was extended until September 21 with her father looking to continue sinking his poisonous teeth into the life decision of his once bearable daughter, Britney Spears. Now she's been more embarrassed. Uh, she's been more embarrassing with burning her home gym with candles and Elaine Chao resigning as Secretary of Transportation two weeks before Trump leaves office. Ha. And finally, entertainment news. Cobra Kai Season 3 has been released on Netflix to more global critical acclaim than any of the prior seasons. With this new season, sweats around the world can stay in the room and go try and watch the show and dissect every bit of it on their YouTube channel. Don't worry, I won't do that here. Um, to the political world we go. The Democrats officially took back the Senate as Reverend Warnock and Ossoff defeated incumbent Senators Purdue and Loeffler in the Georgia Senate Senate runoff race earlier this week. After all the support Trump gave to these people and the effort he put into them winning, them losing is more embarrassing than Trump being kicked off of Facebook, Instagram. Boomsh. Late last week, an audio clip was leaked of a phone call between President Trump making threats, threatening demands and comments to the governor and secretary of state uh, of Georgia to flip the their presidential votes his way for him. All this behavior is now expected from the Big Peach Baby. This is an all-new low, although this behavior is now expected from the Big Peach Baby, I should say. This is an all-new low um, for someone trying their best to hold on to the shitstorm they created. Sorry, I couldn't think of anything funny to say, seeing as babies act better than the shit he pulled. Ah. Recent, uh, recent addition to the bet. Biden cabinet, that's yet to be appointed, Janet Yellen, has been reported to have collected $1 million from public cor public and corporate speeches. I find this funny since the Mormons who reported this seem to have forgotten the money Trump's family collected after creating a fake fund for kids with cancer. This is more pathetic than the Baseball Hall of Fame not allowing Barry Bonds and Mark McMurray into it. Brunch. Supposedly, according to Twitter, the kids of today think Helen Keller is fake. This doesn't surprise me, as most kids nowadays get the news from TikTok weebos like the D'Amelios and the other untalented people. Ha, in a more funnier political newsworthy moment, the legendary singer Meatloaf was tagged in Ivanka Trump's selfie with her father last weekend, which caused thousands of people to talk about it on social media. On, the other, on another note, at least this helps me make Meatloaf relevant, since no one has cared about him since the 80s. In positive story, Chuck Schumer will be placing Turtleman himself, Mitch McConnell, as Senate Majority Leader once again. Once Joe Biden becomes president, I'm so happy that we, we as a human race, at least in the U.S., feel as though the old men are the only ones who can run a country. Brunch. Nancy Pelosi was reelected with a slim victory as Speaker of the House earlier this week as the Democrats now control of the trifecta, which is the White House, Congress, and the House of Representatives. I'm looking forward to another person with my grandparents' age ruling one of the highest positions in the world. Brunch. Last word I said was positions, but I stumbled almost. Brunch. And finally, as you all know, Trump was found to have threatened his once- once greatest ally, Vice President Mike Pence, to toss the election in his favor. Fortunately, and at the wrong time, seeing as it's too late, Pence seems to still have somewhat of a spine. Twitter can't be in the same room as a woman. Boomsh. That's our monologue for this week's show. We've got a good show for you with Ashton Grennan and Trevor Dolan. Stay with us. We'll be right back with the rest of the episode. Yeah, welcome back to another motherfucking episode of the podcast. I, I got to be careful of cursing because my mother's in the room over with a class with elementary school kids. And I don't want them to hear oh, uh, this person cursing. 
But oh well, I only smacked myself in the corner. Anyways, welcome to another episode. This is episode number five, I believe, if I can count right. I usually can't, but there we go. With my dear pals, the man, the cool, the suave, the calm, cool, and collective man stuff all the way from Massachusetts. You hit, you have him like Damian Lillard with the last second shot. He is calm and collective to shoot it. <laughs> Ashton Grennan, right up here. How we doing? The man himself from the West Coast, California, man himself. <laughs> California love the man himself, the soccer man, uh, Trevor Dolan. What's going on, my friends? Thank you for joining me. Of course. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Well, I mean, I want to get into it quickly, uh, immediately. I had originally, I had planned, this isn't, you know, against any of you at all. I enjoy you both greatly, seeing as that you're two, the only two cocksuckers who, you know, have stuck by me after everyone else kind of fell to the wayside <laughs> freshman year, thinking they're too good for this motherfucker. They got who gots on me. But um, I had originally had someone uh, a few weeks ago, and then they backed out because, you know, exams, and then they got back to me. So I had to bump everybody up. So I'm really appreciative of having you two on this early. But uh, what I want to get into immediately, you know, we, there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on in the world as of late, especially in the United States, especially mm-hmm. on the East mm-hmm. Coast here, now that we're all back here. Um COVID and what happened in Washington and boy it was it's been well what's it been like um I mean I, I know uh, Trevor you're back in Rome but for you I want to start you know what's what was it like what's it like with COVID back in California is it non-existent where you were or is it you know oh well it's existent I'll tell you that it's it's there I mean especially Southern California there was a there's a pretty big outbreak going on right now a lot of the places are shut down, you know, barbers, no indoor dining, you know, stuff like that. Only is that, outdoor dining. Is Because I know, I mean, obviously it's prevalent in places like Florida and stuff like that, but is it, uh, is there a large population of people who are denying it or is it mostly people who are, you know, realize it's real and they're kind of following the rules? I think in California, it's a lot of people that are following the rules, at least where I'm from, especially. A lot of the people are following the rules, you know, wearing masks and stuff. I don't think that there's any like disagreement there. All right, now, are you close to LA or are you, you know, further away from there? I'm about two hours south of LA and 30 minutes north of San Diego. Hey, so you're, you've got the uh, cream like crap when it comes to the, uh, the uh, pie of choice. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. None of this Rhode Island shit where they're all uh, half fake spray tans. Um, <laughs> Uh, what was going to say? Um, but no, I, I, California though is a big, you know, they really suffered with COVID, but I, and I think, and I know there are definitely people who don't like Gavin Newsom, but I think overall, similar to Gina, she's, he's tried his best and trying to, you know, solve this, but you know, they're not going to please everybody. Mm-hmm. How, how would you rate his performance though for, uh, I see, I see it's pretty, it, it, it's been all right in the sense that he is trying to stop COVID. I, I know recently, I think the big um, debate with him is how he's treating these, you know, small businesses that have had to shut down due to COVID. But I know recently he signed something where they're raising, I think it's, I don't know the exact amount, but they're raising money for small businesses, which is good. I think that's what's the big debate right now is whether or not these businesses should be open or not. So, but I know now he's raising money, which is good. So. I think, you know, a lot of people are just going to disagree and a lot of people are going to agree. That's, you know, yeah, the beauty of America. So, yeah. 
we're not living in no, no communist Russia or North Korea. We got the uh, exactly. rocket man mm-hmm. in charge and kind of clip us or something. Um, Ashton, mm-hmm. I want to go to you next. I had a friend last week who's from Massachusetts, Medfield to be exact, and he he you know kind of mentioned what it's like with COVID there, but from your perspective, a different perspective, which is another good thing about fucking America, how mm-hmm. would you assess the situation, whether it be where you are in Massachusetts or in general as a whole? I mean, I think Mass specifically, it's been, I mean, for me, it's felt pretty smooth. I think Governor Baker is doing his best. He's super transparent. So yeah. we appreciate that out of a filler. Well, yeah, I mean, you want that. I mean, obviously, like I just said about California, you're not going to please everybody and you're going to try your mm-hmm. best, but it, it, it's kind of hard because, you know, the majority of the population, the United States population hasn't been around for a pandemic this large. The last one was, I think, uh, mm-hmm. whatever it was in the 19 teens. So it, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to do this, especially when you have a, a federal government who is, you know, led by a majority of people who, you know, not necessarily on the same level uh economically as others so it's hard to get stuff across but i i i think eventually it will it will go away but for both of you though and you but when it, it doesn't matter who uh goes first as i'm stuttering on my words um how do you think COVID has you know impacted yourself like do you see it having i've had a significant impact on what you, what you do and you know how do you think it's going to affect moving forward well i think especially for us since we're college students it's been a pretty big impact considering like classes going online and you know hybrid classes stuff like that and especially for me with soccer my season got postponed from the fall to the spring so you know we've had to deal with that and you have to deal with you know all these circumstances that take time to adjust to I think we've done pretty good job though we're soccer team was one of few that I didn't get a case in the fall, which was good because we were still able to practice. So I think it's, it's been an adjustment, but you know, it's necessary in order to stay on path and be successful as a college student and, you know, as a college athlete. And, you know, I, I just think that, you know, you got to do your job to socially distance and hope that the spread, you know, goes down, especially at college because we won't obviously want to stay here to study and see friends and stuff like that. And for me, play soccer. So that's mm-hmm. my opinion. How about you, Ashton? Yeah, I agree with him. I mean, online classes are clearly an adjustment, but some professors are pretty good with the online technology yeah. these days. So, but, you know, one we had wasn't very good. No, we don't know if we're going to mention him. But. Oh, yeah. No, we're not going to mention that Mama Luke. That guy, <laughs> whatever. No, don't fuck it, because I don't give a fuck if guard sees this. Okay. I mean, I have a class with him next semester, so I might not want to say that. But this this son of a bitch, I mean, we, we were in person one day, then that weren't another day. And first of all, he's, he, oh my gosh, he's annoying. Yeah, he was he, something else. He never, he would never, he posted one thing online and that was it. Then it was something else. And then, oh, he got sick two days and this and that. And mm. I'm like, here's my dick. No, okay. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. Like, it was just like, oh my gosh, like, you have to realize, yeah, you might not be great at like playing this stuff online. And I can sympathize with that degree, but we're relying on you. And like, we don't want to be fucked over at the end when, uh, you know, shit hits the fan for us. And like that, hmm. I was, I was a continued way from making uh, Dean's list again. But of course my, one of my classes, you know, had to screw me over at the end, but you know, what else is new? No, no dog's always about, uh, always about uh, getting screwed over. But um, uh, I think, I think that's a good point too, is how like, I think a lot of 
like professors have done a really good job and then some mm-hmm. of them are just doing a really shitty job you know like well, yeah, then, there's then such they, a big difference then, then they don't care the less the thing then they sort of like half-ass and give up like it, like i remember when we the class i had mentioned me and ashton have that we we had to meet we meet on the same days the guy was you know recording with whatever video software it was and then it stopped working on him which is another issue but then it's like you know mm-hmm. fuck it, i'll just do another video uh software and hopefully that works and it's like hopefully you you gotta make sure because some of these kids can't show up they can't make it to campus or they're sick and what are they supposed to do especially with the professor who might not you know be consistently putting up uploading stuff which is annoying if they don't uh you know email back it's just it's it's ridiculous and, and i think it's also sad because i was mentioning this to ashton before the start i i screwed up and didn't sign up for all my classes right away so now i'm still scrambling like uh to a tagaloa for uh getting uh one more class <laughs> and uh or i should say Jalen hurts but then but then again he got benched for barely even playing um <laughs> and i i tried signing up for a class and the presser was like oh yeah um due to covid and my class is being hybrid i've had to deny people so i can't help you so i was like oh, fuck you motherfucker and uh <laughs> i said get out of here no um so i had to figure out but um what was I going to say next? Um, how, uh, do you think, speaking of sports, um, as I go full, you know, what, cluck, cluck. Um, do you see, you know, what they're doing, you know, whether it be for yourself or, um, you know, uh, national professional sports with the bubble, do you think that's going to be, you know, lean more towards that maybe in the future or do you see it just for, you know, the time being? Well, I think, I mean, I think the, the bubbles scenarios are kind of over because now we've been able to adjust and get used to COVID more. Um, I think at, at first when it started happening, you know, we were kind of scrambling and, you know, like NCAA tournament last year for basketball got canceled. You know, everybody was just really, really scared. And now we've had time to really think things through and adjust. So I think that, I think that the bubbles are out, but I think, you know, for a while still, it's just going to be, you know, some stadiums are going to have no fans. Some of them are, are, are going to have limited. I know for the Super Bowl, they're going to have limited fans down in Tampa Bay. So, you know, and then obviously you hear these things about, you know, whether or not playoffs are going to be in bubbles, yeah. you know, with regular season, not in bubbles and then playoffs are going to be in bubbles. And then there's debates about that. I think that, you know, from what I've heard, nothing probably is going to be in bubbles it's just going to be all you know stadiums well, i know and then depending uh, I, on the team i know that the uh the, i don't mean to cut you off but i know that the bills were going to allow like five thousand mm-hmm. or six thousand fans which were interesting but um i was going to say i wanted to, i can ask you this ashton um you know to even out the the, the uh, conversation <laughs> um mm-hmm. uh they said that and i mentioned i'll be mentioning this in my monologue once i uploaded them together um that the NCAA tournament this year will happen and it'll be all played in Indianapolis. What are your, mm-hmm. how, do, you, do you, how do you assess this? Do you think that's a good, a good idea for them to do? Yeah, I think, I think that's a good idea. I mean, that's the safest. If you think about it, if you just have them all in the same area and you know, they put them in hotels and yeah. they can't go out and about and do what they, you know, college students want to do because at the yeah. end of the day, they are college kids who, you know, still have to mature a little bit, but. I remember when the uh, I remember the the Olympic no, the Olympics yeah I think it was 2026 or 2028 whenever it was or 32 that they were gonna have it in Boston, but then they you know they didn't do anything they said no that's not gonna happen because there's not enough space and I mean which that would have been cool you know to have the locally you know at least for me and Ashton you know go up to Boston to go see mm-hmm. some uh, some Olympics but 
on to more more pressing matters. Fuck the Olympics, anyways. We never win. <laughs> um, always the Jabs. Um, what I want. So what I now what I want to do. You know, actually, now I'll talk about sports. So there's some big news for some Boston sports. I mean, I know uh, Trevor's not not a huge Boston fan, but well, I know, well. I, I'm a Patriots and a, and a Celtics fan. So well, I mean, well, I, mean yeah, no, I got from, some. I got some Boston. You got some. Boston that's why I said you're not, you're not the biggest. Hold, come here, come right. here, little cocksucker. I, I, I know. Not, <laughs> I, I'm just saying you're from LA, so you're not or California. Yeah. You're not, you're not a, a diehard. You're not like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Correct. You don't have yeah. Tattooed to your lower calf. Um, but I know uh, the other man in this conversation is a is from Massachusetts, and he's a big fan. Yes, but there's, sir. There's been a lot of. Uh, out with the old and new with the new, you have, you know, the Patriots, no long, you know, not having Tom Brady, not having mm-hmm. Gronk, who, who knows what Julian Edelman. Uh, you just had the other day, the the, the Bruins uh, uh, move on from, uh, whatever his name is, uh, Char, yeah, Char- right? Zeke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, European dude. Um, who was the other? Oh, um, yeah, that, that was, that's all I can think of. And then the um, Celtics, you know, they, they've been building the last few years, but um and the Red Sox. I'm not even going to talk about them. Yeah, we don't need to talk about them. Because <laughs> they're straight dookie. They're, they're more dookie than what my dog does in the backyard. Um, <laughs> but uh, what, what do you see as the future, though, for for teams like the Patriots, especially with Cam Newton not coming back potentially? And, you know, the it's, uh, it's super interesting. The Patriots are completely, for the first time in our like lifetime, it feels like they have to rebuild. Yeah. And I don't even know what to expect. We haven't seen Bill you know, rebuild because we just had Tom and we've yeah. been good for so long. But I think the Cam experience, experiment is definitely over. He's yeah. gone. He's out of town. And it's going to come down to the draft, which we haven't had much success in yeah. over the years, but hopefully we can find <laughs> Bel- stuff, right? Bel- Belichick will draft a place kicker before he, he builds a team. <laughs> yep, yep. He's all about his position players. He'll, he'll find some stuff. He'll draft someone from uh, the North Pole before they fucking rebuild that team. Yep. But, um... No, it's just it's interesting. Like, like you said, you know, a lot of Boston sports have been, you know, consistently, you know, up there to certain degrees. I mean, obviously, there's been years that they haven't, but it's just, you know, I, I was laughing comically. I'm not, I'm not a, uh, I mean, I like the Celtics to a certain degree. I'm not, they're not my favorite team, but they're mm-hmm. up there. And you know, I hate the Red Sox, and I'm not a big hockey fan. And um, it's just I, the majority of my life, you know, the Patriots and teams like that, they've always been there, and. You know, for them to, and they've never really had to rebuild. I mean, you know, the Bruins have had a few rough years um, recently, and they did win the Stanley Cup. But um, it, it's 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 interesting, you know, when you have a team like these that you know build at one point, and then they stick with it. And there's no you know building for the future. And I was laughing when everyone was saying, "Oh, oh, Cam Newton, he's going to bring them to the playoffs again. They're going to win another division title, and they're going to win a Super Bowl." I'm like, bro. This man was out, I believe, near the end of the year, and he had what two concussions. And this this guy is straight garbage. And I even know it during the fucking start of the This motherfucker's rhyme the ball. Two concussions. He weighs what like two fifty, and he's like six four, whatever it is. It's, oh yeah, he's huge out there. He's huge, mm-hmm. and he's he, he's not. He, it's like our pal Big Hunt that which I'll mention. Uh, in show. He's not. He's not all there in the head. He he don't comprehend <laughs> a lot of the time with. No, he forgets. He forgets how to throw sometimes. Yes, I think, and of course, you have uh, the Stonewall himself, Bill Belichick, who doesn't comment on anything. And it's just, why, why waste all this fucking money on Cam Newton when you have Jared Stidham and where are the bullfuckers on that team and build them up? And but, oh well. Yeah, well Stidham, Stidham looks like ass too, so he's not the answer. Well, they're all, they're all uh, not there. Um, but uh, what I wanted to say, um, oh, speaking of sports and 
uh, regional sports. Uh, I know, no, we've mentioned this before, big LA man over the big California. Anthony Lynn, what do you think of Anthony Lynn being uh, fired? Um, I mean, I don't, it's, it's definitely an interesting case because he's been relatively successful. And then you've got this talk about him being a black coach and how that yeah. can, you know, start debates and stuff. I personally think it was time to move on. The rest of my family, all my brother, my mother, and my father are all three Chargers fans. Ooh. And they, they believed that it was time to move on too. The thing is for me is that the Chargers have a roster that is stacked yes. and they're going under 500. So that's the big problem with me. Yeah. I think, I mean, you've got Justin Herbert who looks phenomenal. I mean, he's, he is a beast. And so I, I think I think it's the right decision. I think they just need a change. And I think that right for them is a young, offensive-minded uh, coach, kind of like Sean McVay. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe like maybe – Stefanski. Yeah, he Stefanski, in. you know. And then – so I'm saying maybe like a Josh McDaniels from the Patriots, a good offensive-minded oh, coach no, that can thing. help. I, I think he will too, but somebody like that that's young yeah. offensive-minded is perfect for that team. So I think it was the right decision. Well, I mean, you just – I mean, and the, the team has had talent over the years. It's just Anthony Lynn is it's, it's just so inconsistent from going 12-4 and four to 7-9. and nine. And you can talk all you want about how, oh, we won the last four games of the season, whatever, but that means we got to Nolan Carr. I mean, you got to – you know, I'm not going to root for a team that's oh, uh, under 500. It's just – you look at someone like Phillip Rivers, who was on that team for – over what 12 years 14 years he was on that team and barely made the playoffs and you know he, he's I mean I'm not going to say he's phenomenal I think he's decent but it's just good rinse to him and all, all the uh all the far lefty people on social media are like oh yeah he got fired when all the other coaches were you know parted ways and I'm like that might be the case you know for you know how, who he is and stuff like that but it, you know stop bitching about that stuff there's more important fucking things to worry about like making sure that right. stimulus check comes in and that uh, <laughs> uh what is it two thousand dollars or whatever the total is blocking um but uh um uh, i wanted to say that uh i saw a few weeks ago now maybe it was a few weeks ago that messi was thinking of coming to play in the united states um pension the mls i don't know if you saw that i don't know i don't know mm -hmm. what your thoughts are on him maybe trying to come over to another league and win more titles mm-hmm I mean, I think personally, I believe it's too early in his career to do that. Even though he's old, he is still a god. He's still a magician, you know. I think it's too early. I think he should do it a little bit later, keep going with Europe. I know him with Barcelona right now isn't going as well as he thought. And, you know, he that team's not doing that great this season. So I think it's... I think it's time for him to look for a change, kind of like Ronaldo did with Real Madrid being with them for years and then going to Juventus. I think it's time for him to change and look elsewhere and try to, you know, be successful with another team and then come along to the MLS. So this is the point in the show that I play my the videos that I have. So I'm going to share my screen. And if this works, Get it. if this works, the audio will play. Um, okay, so share. This is something that my professors can't figure out. I was at just all. gonna say, yeah, this. 
Well, no, because when, when I um, when I when I did the first two episodes, I tried playing the stuff and I hadn't switched the settings prior to recording. And I needed to have if I wanted to play the videos and have the sound playing, I would have needed to stop and restart the recording. And <laughs> that's too much time wasted if I did that. So I have hmm. share sound clicked on. Let's go to Google Chrome. Uh, let's share. And I'm going to play this first video. And if you can, it, um, I'm just ask if you can. hear. Good morning, me. Julia. Can you hear it? It's me, Joe. Yes, sir. Just wanted to say hi, wish you a great day, tell you that meeting you yesterday and getting a look at you was probably one of the greatest moments of my life. You were so beautiful. You don't know how beautiful you are to me. I mean, just, you're gorgeous, you're precious. And uh, But it's been sitting in my mind when you said to me you want to go back with your ex-boyfriend. Please erase him from your memory. Don't ever go back in the past. I know. Because I've been there, and I understand when you know you're trying to find somebody and you go on dates, and nothing compares to your ex. But there is that better person out there, and Julia, I promise you, it is me. Confidence. I will love you like you've never been loved before. I will cherish you. I'll make you f feel like a woman, a real woman. And believe me, after you experience me, you won't even know who your ex-boyfriend is. Oh, okay. So, open up your heart to me in your arms. Let's go full throttle. I could see me falling in love with you. They just, I don't know, I just looked in your eyes and I just melt. Anyhow, I'm heading off to work. This is my cute little home. Everything okay, got, this motherfucker's got two fans. See behind me, <laughs> I built everything. Two fans Every in the square kitchen, inch two from crown molded to chair rail to floors, to lighting, to plumbing, doors, windows. There's the other one. He's got three. So this is the type <laughs> of guy you get. I'm a very handy guy. And handy uh, guy. I'd love to build you whatever you want. Okay. You're a sweetheart. So here it comes. So I hope this video doesn't scare you, but that's how <laughs> I feel. I just want you to know that. Okay? And I look forward to uh, going out to dinner with you. So let's make it happen. Mwah. Ciao, baby. Hey, if you were a girl, would you go out with him? That, sound, that seemed pretty heartfelt. I mean, so, so I'll give you a little background on this after the video. So what happened is there was this guy, his name was Joe, and he was going to this gym. I don't know where it was. And I, I, I heard, read about this on a, or saw, heard about this, I should say, on a podcast I listened to or watch Your Mom's House with Tom Segura and Katrina Pazinski, two comedians. Anyways, they were sharing the story about how this guy, Joe, was at this gym and he saw this girl and he was so infatuated by her that he, he paid so much attention to her and was after her so much that he memorized who she was on the sign-in sheet and saw where she, she signed in. And when they left, he caught up to her and said, hey, like he said in the video, hey, you're so beautiful, you're attractive, I want to go out with you. She said, oh, I don't know, um, maybe. And he, she said, I might be going back with my ex-boyfriend. And he said, oh, can I have your number then? So they exchanged numbers. When he typed into her phone, he pressed the call button. So when it called, it rang on his phone. And then he now has her phone, her phone number on his phone. And he texted her this video. And it started off fine. And then it just nosedived down into the dark abyss. And it was rough. And then, and then he did it again. He sent another video. I won't play that one. But that one's far worse. And it, it, it was just, I mean, the player right here, I mean, the confidence this guy has is oozing out of his pores. I mean, what, what do you think about this guy? 
So now that we have the backstory, I think he's 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 a uh, he's a weirdo. Yes, I mean, he's, <laughs> guy in his uh, mid probably mid forties, early fifties, and it's just, I mean, I, I mean honestly, I think he's a cool guy, guitar solo playing after that. But uh, no, I'm kidding. He's not a cool guy. It, it, it's quite uncomfortable. I mean, yeah. w- would you th- do that with your lady friend Ashton? Is is that how you did it? No, no, that was it. Didn't quite go like that. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't uh, stalk her at the gym and then send her no. send her text text saying I think you're very attractive. I want to go out with you. Fuck your ex boyfriend. No, if that was the case, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't be where we are. So. Yeah, you, you probably getting you probably on the night late and you knew seeing this. But um, the girl eventually after she got the second one, she ended up blocking him and you know telling him to you know fuck off. Um, but uh, that's the choice. first that's the first video. But like I said, I, I found it off this podcast. I watched your mom's house. It's great it, for for stuff that's a little crossing the line for humor. You know, it's the thing to watch. This is another great one. This next video, shorter, a little under a minute. This next guy, he was also found on the same podcast I watch, and this guy is a truck driver in Ohio, the Ohio area, probably late 50s, early 60s. He's on TikTok, and he starts his um, videos in a certain way that he'll say in this YouTube video of him, and um, he likes women over, of course, legal age. But I'll play the video for you and see what you think about him. Time to wake up, my queen. Come on, my queen above 18. Open them beautiful eyes. There you go. You are so beautiful. I just love my queen above 18. Well, good morning. (laughs) All right, my queen. I'll go down and put your breakfast on. I'll get you some nice hot cup of coffee. You go take your shower and I'll meet you in the kitchen. I love you too, my queen above 18. I will see you in a little bit. Yes, you look beautiful. All right, I'll talk to you in a little bit. I mean, the, uh, the, um, the balls on this guy to just do that. I mean, I, I love the POV shot, him leaning over, uh, extra luggage and all. It was just, like I said, though, he was, he, he on TikTok. He starts this video saying, good morning, my kings and queens above 18. So he specifically specifies that they have to be over 18. And, he, you know, originally in his videos, it was just like, hey, let me see them boobies. Let me see them hang through that shirt. And it was just, I was like, what the hell is this guy doing? And he thinks it's perfectly normal, you know, oh, I make people feel good and stuff like that. And he, he put one video out there on TikTok saying how, he, one video and someone had, you know, I don't know if you know but you know how you can comment and you can make a video co- about that comment and someone said oh I feel uncomfy and he said oh what do you mean what is this person mean by comfy and I said uh this person feels uncomfy when some old guy is asking for weird stuff being sent to him and he got all triggered by that and said I he said that I have weird thoughts in my mind and I was just like this guy is I mean, insane. Is that how, you know, I don't know, you know, that might be too personal, but is that how you greet your, uh, your, your friend Ashton? No, not, not ever. You wake up in the morning, <laughs> line up the camera and be like, good morning, my queen of 18. You're looking beautiful this morning. I'll get no, nice that, is, that, that has never crossed my mind. Either. I'll get, I'll get a nice, a hop. And it's not a cup of coffee. It's a cup of, a cup of coffee and I'll get the breakfast warm and you get in the shower. We'll get the day going. <laughs> Yeah, that guy. That guy is uh, something else. I don't know. I've never seen that guy before, but yes, he's uh, 
His name, he, he's got a web, he's got, he doesn't have a website, he's got an email. And on the email, you can email him for merchandise. That's, he's got sweatshirts, tank tops, pants, cups, and it's kings and queens above 18. And you have to email him, Venmo, then PayPal, order what size merchandise, where you're buying it from, and I'll send it to you. And uh, it's, it, he's, 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 he's interesting. He's an interesting cat, but oh, I just, uh, I find it, I find it interesting how like, these old men are just using social media. Like it's it's funny, and they're oh, getting yes. they're getting they're getting decent views and stuff. Yes. Like, oh yes, I think which it's is funny. which is because oh, one of one of us could post something normal. It could it might not get a whole lot of views, but then you got this guy who's uh similar <laughs> to the president who's uh warping people's minds, and he gets all this attention, which you know they shouldn't. And it's it's just it's 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 weird. And they're asking for stuff, and I think this guy this guy that I just showed. I'm sure he got in trouble before asking for stuff from someone who might not have been of age. And it was uh, definitely uh, interesting for him and a wake up call, but then he plays it off. But um, no, his video is really progressed. This is one of his more, I mean, besides, you know, the the impressive overlook hanging over. Um, it, it, it was more improved because at first he was just asking for something that was it. And now he's improved and made, made it more, uh, more um, things. But he, he's got a Snapchat. So if you want to add him, I can send you his Snapchat later. Um, through his TikTok, I don't, I don't have him added, but no, yeah, I think I'm all set. But I appreciate it. <laughs> he likes it when you, he <laughs> likes it when people, obviously of the opposite gender, send him videos of what they're of what they're doing at their party. So if you're at a family party or a cookout, you know, he wants to know what you're up to, and he thinks that's perfectly normal. Anyways, that's it for him. This guy I found on TikTok as well. This guy is probably one of the coolest kids ever. His name was Haig H E G. He's from Australia, and this is one of his videos. Hello there all. My name is Welvis. Welvis. I'm Welvis, sort of a mixture between Elvis and Wolverine. And I'm as dangerous as it gets. Today I'm going to be showing you some moves I learned. So we have to crunch up. Hey, 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 also, the cool karate. Oh shit! Also, baby, I got these. Hide your wives, hide your daughters, hide your girlfriend. This man's out in the town. He's ready to practice. <laughs> this man is. I, I see. My favorite thing about this this video is the attempts. It's like dagging, digging down, and this way, then this way. All these middle combinations inside of a move. And uh, how, on a scale of one to ten, how scared are you of this guy st uh, stealing someone you find interesting? A straight ten. Yeah, man. Honestly, although I was I hoping. I'm hoping to hear some singing out of him. I mean, Welvis. Are we going to get uh, some yes. singing out of this guy? And unfortunately, no. He doesn't sing. He just dresses up like him. Um, he, he's on TikTok at Hague something. Um, I'll send the link later. Um, but he posts stuff, doing dressing up as stuff. You know, a lot of props to him because he's got a lot of followers. But um, that he, he stopped at the end of November for his mental health and, you know, to calm down. And 
stuff like that. And then he stopped. He's stopping again now, you know, to take a break, you know, because he's stressed out and whatnot. And I was like, come on. Um, but that, that's really the end of that. Because then the rest of it, he just does that. This next one though is my favorite of his. This isn't the first one I saw from on TikTok, but this is a sort of like second version of it. And it, it just Elvis, just uh, Wolverine this time. Okay, bud, where's the girl? Now we can do this the easy way or <laughs> my way. Yeah, you wanna start talking or should I start clawing? Because these bad boys will, no. But these bad boys love the taste of blood. Now, start talking with the mutant or I will start clawing. And trust me, I will. Now, do I tell me? Or will these tell me? Make you tell me. Good. There. Really? Five guys with guns. They're the match for the Wolverine claws. Great rule of thirds. <laughs> now, let's try this again, shall we? Where's the girl? Or the claws will make you tell. You don't believe me? Ha! Yeah, think I'm joking? Talk, or I'll make you talk. Oh, God. Over there. Good. Never mess with the Wolverine. Oh shit! Well, what are your what are your thoughts of uh this guy? That, this, the second video. Which one? The two. Which one's the more more scarier? I think number two is with the claws. Yeah. I just, honest to God, I want like, I want to know what the fuck he's smoking because <laughs> this guy is on some. No, 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 no. To be honest, it's not, it's it's not to uh, you know be offended, but he he admitted in one of his videos that he is uh, on the uh, spectrum. So I I can't laugh too hard because it's it's not the coolest thing to do. But um, I think it's I think it's good that you know it's making content. He's doing what he loves. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty good humor. I'm pretty intimidated by the claws. You know, start talking or I'll start clawing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just everywhere. And I, I like the part when he walks over to this side and says, four guys with guns, come on. They're no match for claws. And goes on, go, slices through them like uh, cheese. Um, on a more personal level, I want to do this part of the show, the second half, I guess you could say. I, I, I wanted to, for the viewers that don't know us three or how we know each other, whatever, how did, how did you two meet? And then we can discuss how I met each other. So it's a, it's a funny story, actually. It was, um, what, freshman year? It was like one of the, with the first week of classes. Wendy. Yeah, we were in Wendy. <laughs> That's oh, class. God. Yeah, of course. We were in her class, and we just parked next to each other that day. We just happened to sit at this desk that had two seats in the back. You know, we were in the back because we, we weren't there for Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> And she made us do this assignment where we had to get to know the person next to us. So we did like our name, where we're from. We did a quick write-up and then we passed it along and then we had to share each other. And then after that, 
Trevor and Ashton became the <laughs> the uh, Batman and Robin, as we say. Yeah, yeah. No, well, yeah, just something, something you know, as simple as that. I remember it too. It's so funny, so funny. You know, that class is top tier. I mean, I didn't really learn anything. Oh, we didn't exactly. Back here, no. But I mean, it's top tier. You know. Well, that was that was the, the, the class was loaded with studs. I mean, you know, us, everyone in the back row who was wasn't really. I mean, I, I don't want to you know, say anything false. I mean, obviously you know, we're always there you know, to get an education, but there's always that one teacher you have once in a while, maybe once every year, that little out there has had too much of the uh, the expired milk, if you know what I'm saying. And <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll never forget when when she didn't use the internet, right? So that one day, I think me and Trevor were on the way to class and. We see people from the class coming our way yeah, who said yeah. there was a post-it on the door that we didn't have class today. Yeah, no, she – and she just was in, in, insane. And she – one day, I forget what her last name was, but she was our writing – what was it, like 101 teacher? I think it was 106. Yeah, 106, yeah. And she was just – she didn't use – she used – she had a cell phone, but she locked it in a car at 6 at night to 6 p.m. Or her truck, I should say. Hated kids. Hated all her nieces and nephews at, like, gatherings. Had cats. And, or dogs and would lock them up in their cages and even if they, she heard them crying she would just leave them in there and just sleep and it was just like what is what, you, what is your problem what kool-aid are you drinking and it was she was just insane. I, I i remember one class we had she was all paranoid because she like parked somewhere where oh, yeah, she yeah, yeah. Think yeah, she, was, yeah then... it was a handicapped parking spot because she was yep. late and she, yep. would, she will leave class half will end class halfway just yep. i don't want to get a ticket it was just, and, and she always, there was always, there was a small group of people in that class that would always, you know, get A's, A pluses, A minuses, because she found that stuff interesting. And everyone else was uh, B, B minus, yeah, C. That was me. Plus. And, mm-hmm. No, that was me as well. I think it was all three of us. And lucky to get a yeah. B or B plus. And it's just, she was, and she was high pitched and squealing. And it was just ridiculous. But I, I think that was, I think I would have to relate similar to what, you know, Ashton had said, where, and I guess to a certain extent, what Trevor said, um, that I, I think you know, walking into that was one of the. I think that might have been like the first class I had of the day or the week or even the semester at URI, uh, and um, I didn't really know anybody in the class like any time, and especially if you don't know, no one you live with is in your classes at first, and I, I think I tended to hang with I think it was Hunter, and then AJ was there, and then I think as you know time moved on, and you know everyone started to make each other laugh more and becoming comfortable with everyone. Everyone was, you know, starting to be more close and more friendly. And I think that's where it kind of started up. So, you know, you exchange contact information and stuff and it kind of sticks afterwards. I mean, and obviously, you know, we'd go a different ways, even though we lived at Hillside. Definitely there were some Marvel fun times had that um, when running into each other um, at night on campus, whether it be a... Yeah, me and Ashton loved going there. I'll tell yeah, you what. Yeah. At, 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 there are many instances where I remember uh, walking around at night and you know, both had their fun of the night and I yeah. and would be walking down the hallway and you two would be stumbling up the stairs the hallway, <laughs> uh, by the no. handicap entrance or, uh, or there, there was one time I, I don't know if Trevor was there I remember one time there's a bunch of, there were a bunch of females around and Asher was outside hanging and he was out of it I was out of it and it was just what we're like, no. good times that can't be yeah, I don't know. You must have seen like two other kids. Yeah, there, there was a bunch of there was a bunch of people outside. I know for a fact Ashton was there. And no, what's going on? And <laughs> it was it was wild. And I was I was leaving because uh, the people I was um, 
hang with them. We were on the uh, run to go somewhere else, so I had to catch up. But it was hillside. was wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. I mean, I I, I wish I wasn't living in the handicap stall section, but uh, <laughs> it is what it is. And then after that, it was rough. But no, it, it has been. And I'll save my sentiments fully till the end. But it is. It has been a, a fun ride. Like I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show, two people who have stuck with on this train of null dog since the beginning. So I really appreciate you both are wonderful wonderful people that i enjoy conversing with because there's always it's there's always a laugh and there's always understanding of bullshit between whether professors or other people and i i think um it's it's been wonderful um what else did i want to uh mention um oh so mr uh, a dear friend of ours that we've that we we've experienced on multiple occasions as a professor now we haven't had us we haven't had him in a few years now so it's not the same relationship as it once was but we once had a great man for those who don't know professor john pantalone head of the journalism department he's the veteran of the of journalism would be magazines newspapers would be he is the goat for those who don't know who he is and these two guys my dear friends can attest to it he doesn't give a shit who you are where you've been where you come from what your school is he will tear you a new one every day and if you let him he will do it constantly and relentlessly oh he, yeah he has done it to me he has done it to uh hunter numerous times which is glorious <laughs> <laughs> that man is he's, there's nothing upstairs he's done it i know to both of you at least once or twice oh absolutely it was very shameful every time you walked in late <laughs> yeah oh it, yes and it was always coffee it was like what are you doing put your coffee over there what are you crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it was never like purpose he never was you know purposely trying to be an asshole about it but it was just like this is what it's like in the real world and he cared deeply about his students i remember one time you know i never did well on his quizzes and tests never and you know he put he pulled me out to the side after class and you talked to me he said you know what the hell are you doing you know are you are you trying putting effort in? do you really want this and you know that gave me a wake-up call and it you know really puts an effort into uh, image onto what you know people are like you know he's really he really cares what a student seem, might seem like he's in a pissy mood and might be on his period but he, he's just he, he's such a glorious guy he makes it so much fun and I mean it and if I still wanted to do journalism major I it, I'd be a great time having him but he's it, it, just you can't really explain him because he's just he, he's just one of a kind and I'm trying to think of I, one, I think one of my favorite memories, though, for you guys can share yours as well, is when we had him at uh, Rodman for 221 and mm-hmm. the girl, those numbers, Kara uh, Gara Lewis, whatever her name was, was talking about uh, the, how you identify as or a cisgender mm-hmm. or polygender, wherever it was. And he was like, what are you talking about? What does this mean? How do you say, how do you, say you are a man but are a woman and feel this way? And she was she was getting triggered, like feminist, yeah. like ACAB triggered. Like it was, um, it, like I, I shouldn't say it was funny, but I was just like, oh my gosh. And he was he was starting to raise his voice as well because you know, he's older <laughs> in his late 60s, early 70s. And so some stuff is harder for people of that generation to understand. But oh my gosh, I, it was unbelievable and i was just like what am i watching because you'll never this is like television this is what television is made of what he was mm-hmm. he was he's just such a you say I, I miss him and there, there was one time when i i walked on i was walking back from cvs or something like that and i think he i, I saw him driving he drives like one of those big uh gmc arcadia or no ford explorers with the step up ladder and it was a red one i don't know if it was him because he almost hit me and he looked backwards and looked away and sped down to uh, where he was parking. 
he's just he, he's a great guy. I love him. What is if you both have a memory that was different than mine? What, what was it of your favorite memory of Jay Pants, as he's called? Well, I mean, for me, it was just like you know, typically with my professors, I don't like to really get in trouble and yell that yeah. but with him it was kind of like it was yeah. kind of funny you know yeah. <laughs> me and ashton walked in late tons of times yes. and he would just give us that yes dirty yeah. look you yeah. know yeah, every the, time he didn't even say anything he just looked at yeah. us oh, yeah, yeah. Was... but mm-hmm. i can't i can't think about one specific oh, memory yeah. but i i just i i loved his classes i really did yeah i thought they were fun Oh, and plus you learn stuff as well. I mean, Ashton, mm-hmm. what, was, what was your, do you have a favorite memory? Was it similar to Trevor's? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just him as a whole, honestly. Yeah. He's so unique. I don't think I'll ever have a professor like that again. Mm-hmm. And to have that, like we did our first year, that was a blessing. I mean, yeah. he was he was I great. Mean, I mean, like, and the thing is, and I even, I, it even started for me before semester even started. I mean, I remember, I, I think I was signed up as journalism or at Com Studies, I think that's what it was. I signed up at orientation over the summer and I was doing journalism because I thought it was an offshoot from the major. And he started emailing me. He was like, uh, hi, are you journalism? Why are you signed up for Com Studies? Why are you Com Studies if you're journalism? And it was already, and I was getting so nervous because I was like, oh my gosh, did I do the wrong thing? And, what about, and I emailed him, uh, well, I mean, I, I wanted journalism because I thought this. And he goes, no, that's stupid. That's not correct. Why did they tell you that? And I said, okay, well, what about books? What do I do about books? Because I read about money. He goes, oh, we'll figure that out then. And it was almost, for, for me with him, that it was almost like you wanted to do something wrong because then you could get destroyed by him in person and it didn't really matter because i think at the mm-hmm. end of it, it always would make you laughing like hey this person's noticing me and you know i have some sort of a relationship and i think there was a great understanding between me and him because one i wasn't doing that great in the class and he really tried his best plus i had his i had his um grandkids and in, in, in for at the summer camp i work at a few years ago or one of them i went to school with another i had as a camper and I think he showed a greater appreciation for me because I, you know, I looked after his uh, grandson, but um, he's just, he's such an interesting guy and he's, it's such a pleasure to have him, to have him in class. And I I think, you know, he's very serious and he's very, you know, regimented and, you know, really trying to get down to a point of doing stuff because he's not going to horse around and he doesn't like, he doesn't use technology a whole lot. And you know, mm-hmm. anything will get him going about something, whether it be gut politics or Trump or this or that. And he's he's a great guy, but not not as great as the next person I want to bring up, our, our old classmate, a person who I was running with for a little for a bit of time, Hunter. I don't even remember what his last name was, but he's Ward. Ward, yes, Hunter Ward. Ward. Oh yeah, like Ward. What are you doing? What's your plan? <laughs> you sign up for a class here. What's your problem? You're you're not thinking. What you're not here. You're stupid. He he called us all by our last name. You yes. think about it. Grennan, mm-hmm. Dalton, Carr, McCarthy. You yes. know. He just oh yeah because he never us. it never was and that was with everyone. Like I don't even think someone like Stone Freeman. I don't think he called them. I mean I was never in a class with him when he had him, but. It never was first name basis. And I think, and I even think what maybe professors, colleagues of his, it was always, hey, or what are you doing? Or yes. And it was always like, that's it, just who he is. But Ward was just that, those two were like water and vinegar. They never met, mix. Even when Ward was trying to do something right, it never was correct because the panel would chew him up like a piece of chicken in a Rottweiler. It was just. I remember. Ward, do you guys remember Ward and Wendy when he tried to drop it? Oh like, yes. Oh yeah. Did. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, man, because he got a bad grade and 
he thought he got fucked over and she was like, uh, and he met with her after class and he was just talking to her and she's like, you can talk to me after class. And he was like, what the hell is this? I don't deserve yeah. this. Get a better job. And he said, this sucks. And he dropped the class. And he goes, oh, well, I already have AP credits from high school that transfer over. I'm like, what? And it's just, it was like, he always thought he was right. And that's what pissed me off. And eventually I was friends with him. And then, um, and we'd got to eat and stuff like that, go to the gym and stuff like that, go to basketball games, although he never would want to sit where I sat and we'd always be late. And he never, like, he always thought he was right and thought he wasn't wrong. And, like, to a certain extent, I agreed with him. Like, when we had Jax, who I hate with a burning, a burning passion. Um, I, ooh, I, I'd run that guy with my car if I could. Um, he was he, similar to I'm sure other people, but both of you, I don't, maybe I'm not correct, but he, he was the main reason for why I want to switch out of journalism because mm-hmm. the stuff he was teaching was awful and it was failing miserably. But um, mm-hmm. Ward, he just was anything he touched turned to dust. And I just, I, he was, there was one incident where we were, we were back talking again because there was a moment I was just tired of him and done with him and he was just obnoxious. I had a club tennis party that you know, I was, I'm part of the team. So we had, it was like a, it might've been an end of the year party or something like that. I don't know. And it was like a, uh, it was like a Olympic type party where, you know, all these events, drinking and whatnot. And you could bring a plus one. You could always bring more than one person, but not more than like three. And I asked him and I, he said, where is it? And I said, Oh, I can't get out the location just because he, my, the, the team president doesn't want a thousand people coming. And he, and he kept asking for the address because he wanted to drive by himself. And I was like, well, where are you going to be drinking? There's going to be stuff all the night from uh, 10 a.m. to late in the morning. You know, it's not safe for you to be driving. He goes, oh, no, no, no. I can drive. I swear. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to be driving. I'm like, I have an Uber. I have a ride for you. We're going together. You don't have to pay for it. He's going to be, they're going to be here soon. We're going to ride back there, then back to campus. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll pay for the Uber. No, 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 no. I'm driving. That's what's going to happen. What's, give me the address. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not giving you the fucking address to do that. First of all, they don't really know you. And the vice president doesn't want a thousand people coming to his house. I'm not just going to give the address and driving after you or drinking party all night. Isn't that smart idea? You want to wrap your tree around a fucking oak tree or something like, or a car on an oak tree. Like it, and he kept asking and asking. And he said, why aren't you giving it to me? And I said, uh, it's not smart. I'm not. I'm not gonna have a friend of mine get killed because you know they're acting. You know the R word, and it was just it was ridiculous. And that, that just was it. And I said, you know, fuck you. I'm not going. And then eventually he, you know, realized what he did. And I just. And then I just said, you know, fuck you. Go back to hell where you came from, you fucking sweaty. And uh, <laughs> and that was it. And I haven't talked to him since. I I almost ran to him once, and I was like, I, I'm gonna stand here and let him walk away because I can't. It's just it was it was just such an amount of bullshit coming from steam from where he never meant to. He's wrong, and everything he did was wrong. And it was just mm-hmm. he always had his he always would have his foot in his mouth. It was just ridiculous. Granted, he was loyal, but I and he didn't realize when people you know didn't want to be around him and that he was making uncomfortable. And I think there are a lot of times where he tried to, you know, like everyone does buff himself up and whatever it is. But, um, oh, well, I, I wish him the best, but he was, he was an interesting fellow. He was, yeah, he was. Interesting. And panel, speaking of panel on him, he always would wear, I think it was his Yankees hat or Dodgers hat. Oh yeah. Dodgers and panel on hated that. And then when, the, then when the Dodgers won, he was like, uh, oh, so you think you're big now just because they won a championship. <laughs> just because panel came from province, uh, short stones throw away from Boston. But, uh, 
It was, um, it was sure it was interesting. Um, but what I want to do next is one of the final segments of the show. The NFL playoffs are coming, the Super Bowl. Now with the new, the new uh, um, the, uh, setup or whatever you'd call it, where only one team gets the um, buys. You have the Chiefs playing the win of the Bills, Colts, and you have Steelers versus Browns, Titans versus Ravens. Packers will play the Saints versus the winner of the Saints, Bears, Seahawks, Rams, Washington, Bucks. Out of the first game, uh, who, who, the first game for both of you, Bills and Colts, who do, who do you have winning that game and why? Bills. Yeah, I've got the Bills. I'm rocking with the Bills. The you Bills are for real. You don't think uh, – oh, yes, I agree with that. They're phenomenal. But you don't think uh, Philip Rivers can pull off an upset with uh, Frank Reich, whatever his name is, in Indianapolis? No, nope. I think I, I I think it's possible, but they have to play a perfect game. Yeah, you know, and I don't see that happening. Their yeah. defense will be able to to hold up. Yeah, gotta, so I'll write that down. They're too young, too young of a team. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, then we have Steelers versus Browns again. They played each other last week. Who do you have win this game? Unfortunately, it's going to be the Steelers because of what's going on with the Browns yeah. whole COVID situation. I agree. Yeah, losing their head coach and a few of their players, and then there's what their special teams coach, hey, yeah. head coach. Yeah, because Stefanski mm-hmm. calls plays for them too, so that's huge. Like not even yeah. the, like not even the offensive coordinator becomes coach. Yeah, yeah, I I can't imagine how frustrating that is too, because oh, yeah. it's been 20 years since the Browns make the playoffs, and now they make it, and you know Stefanski can't even coach. Like, are you serious? They're gonna get part. They're gonna get parted open like the Red Sea and get. Penetrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the next thing, mm-hmm. a really, a really close one. I think it will be a really interesting one to see the Titans, the four seed versus the Ravens, the fifth seed. Who do you both have? That's a good one. Game? That's a good one. Yeah. I don't really that, know. The Titans have had their number. Yeah. I think I think the big thing is can the Ravens stop Derrick Henry? Oh, that's that's always the the side. Uh, yeah, I think that's the decider right there, and you know. And I'm going to say they can. I think. I, I think so, too. I think the Ravens are, you know, they're in the trending direction right now, which is good. And then you see the Titans where, you know, they're just up and down right now. And then they're, you know, doing this shootout against the Texans who, you know, aren't a great team. So I'm going to yeah. – I would go with the Ravens, but it's definitely going to be a good one to watch. Yeah, it's going to be a good um, I mean, I, I, I see like, – I agree with Ash. I really don't know who's going to win. I mean – and I, agree, I can totally understand where Trevor's coming from, where the Ravens, they're, although they didn't, they're not playing the same level as they did last year, but they're still on that high trajectory, whereas the Titans flopping this way and that way. Yeah, you know what? I'll go on record. I'll go against them. The Titans are going to win. Titans, okay. okay. Um, I just I, I can't choose because it's not consistently phenomenal football from both teams, but I, I might have to go with the Titans only because Derek Henry – I don't know too much about the receiving core. That Ryan Tannehill has been playing pretty good football the last two years. Plus, they got Mike Vrabel, who last year said he'd. What did he say? He was going to go bald if they won the Super Bowl or make the Super Bowl or. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or shave off, shave his sack if. Uh, yeah, he was going to like chop off a nut. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just because that's, that's that's what they call BD big dick energy. Yeah. And, I uh, think I think another interesting thing to look at too is that the playoffs is just a different animal and a oh, different yeah. season. And if you look at it, this is a good argument for why the Titans will win is that the Titans last year in the playoffs were very good. 
The Ravens, they stunk. Lamar Jackson oh, has yeah. not been good in the playoffs, so I think that's a good argument well, think, for why think, the Titans will win. I think also that with the Titans, and I'll move on to the next game after this um, in the NFC, last year the Titans, if I remember it correctly, they weren't like not only they were they were wild card game like that this year, but people really weren't expecting them to make the playoffs. They weren't really like a um, bet on. People weren't expecting them to do go that far, and then they make it to what the AFC Championship game. It's now this year they have a whole year under the belt with this new squad to be believed in more. So I, I think I'm going to go with the Titans. They're going to surprise some people in this tough game. So obviously you have the Packers and Saints versus Bears. Saints. Saints. Going with the Saints. But I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the Bears won. The Saints oh, again, like I just like I just said, the Saints in the playoffs, oh, they yeah. suck. Oh, They're yes. not good. Okay, they do, but the Bears can't. They the Bears can't oh, score. Yes. They can't score. Yes. I agree. I agree. But I'm telling you, I'm not going to be surprised. Oh, no, if the yeah. Bears win. I can definitely see it because Mitch Trubinsky has from time to time had some flashes of good no, football, but, but it, it's not consistent and. Yeah, the Saints will win, but the last few years, my Vikings, who stunk this year, had their number, and they find a way of choking mm-hmm. every year. But I know the Saints, Seahawks versus Rams. Now this is a good one because we don't know if Goff's going to play. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this matchup is always tough for Seattle. I don't know what it is, but every time they play the Rams, it's never. Well, it's in. Is it in Seattle or is it in LA? It's in Seattle. Yeah, oh, so that'll, be, that'll be tough for LA because you know. Whenever they play, I mean, there won't be fans there really. But uh, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. golf plays, I'm gonna go with the Rams. But if he's out, it's the Seahawks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. I think, I think the main problem with the Seahawks earlier in the season was their defense. But I, I was watching Sports Center the other day. They have figured that defense out, and since I think, I think it's the past eight weeks. The Seattle defense has been the second best one in the league in like yards per game and points per game and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be the Seahawks, but I think it'll be close, definitely. Plus, I mean, Russell West, uh, Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson, you know, he's always uh, he's a great quarterback. I and mean, this year he's been, I mean, no, no, the beginning of the season was phenomenal. I don't, he might have dropped a little bit since uh, Aaron Rodgers has become very well and probably the MVP winner, but <clears throat> he's consistent. And I think they'll do okay. The final game, I can't say the Redskins because that's, yeah. That's racially insensitive. We don't even need to really yeah. talk about this one. The Washington football team versus the Buccaneers. It's not even going to be close. The Bucs? You think the Bucs are going to win it? It's not even going to be close. That Whoever, I mean, came, yeah. out of, <laughs> whoever came out of that division I, was screwed in, in a way. So. Yeah, I think definitely the Bucs are going to steamroll. I mean, I, and the thing is, I, I hope I hope Alex Smith wins the uh, most uh, – Oh, yeah, he's going to lock up. Player, uh, whatever it was, most improved player – Come back, uh, come back for the year. Come back, yeah. You know, I think from, they should name it after him, to be honest. That's, that's, will. that's what they're saying. Yeah. I mean, you have, uh, you know, the awful injury, and I feel bad. Then you have, like, 17 surgeries. Then you have an infection on the leg, almost getting amputated. Mm-hmm. Might not be able to mm-hmm. walk. Might not be able to play. And then he plays, and then he makes the playoffs with the team, and he wins a few games in a row. I mean, Dwayne Haskins kind of screwed them over with a few games. But mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I think he's it, – it's pretty impressive, but – like you said, the, the, Tom Brady and the Bucks, you know, are well matched together to a degree. And, you know, would it, who, Mike Evans and, you know, Antonio Brown, and they're going to mm-hmm. beat them. So, that being said, back to the AFC, you have the division round, you know, the Chiefs versus the Bills. Give me Buffalo. Buffalo. I love Buffalo. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Buffalo also. Oh shit. I I know I know they they played they played earlier in the season. Yeah. And the problem the the problem that game was Buffalo couldn't stop the, their run defense was totally mm-hmm. shit. But I think they've gotten their act together with that. So I'm gonna go with Buffalo too. I okay. think that's gonna be a surprising one. Yeah, that'll be a great game if we get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean um yeah. I just I I think you know uh, Josh Allen's a great player. Stephon Diggs has been playing very well with them. Their coach is really good. Um, I I think that with the Chiefs, I mean, you have a Hall of Fame coach with a uh, why am I forgetting his name? Um, Andy Reid. Andy, Andy Reid. Yeah. And they got the Mister Half a Billion Dollars himself, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, and you got Kelsey, mm-hmm. and then you got all these other great players. And it'll be a good matchup. I I think definitely winning a Super Bowl last year. And how good of a player Patrick Mahomes is, and how good of a coach Andy Reid is, it'll help. I just I think the Bills are on a good roll, and I just I think that now this game compare. I think now they'll entering the playoffs, it'll be harder for them down the stretch because it's better teams and it's more of a uh, test for them, chess match. But I just I might have to agree. I might have to say Bills. I mean, I don't care who wins. Either team will be happy with. But I think I'll have to go with. Bills, uh, you know the juice, ma- the juice himself. OJ thirty two says that he has the Bills making it a, a far ways into the playoffs. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I, it's more of me wanting to see the Chiefs lose. Yeah, yeah. I I think too. With the NFL, it is just so freaking hard to win the Super Bowl two years yeah. in a row. We um, haven't seen that in so long. So yeah. I think I think the the Chiefs will have problems definitely. Um, speaking of OJ, I mentioned this to Ashton before the show started. I uh, recorded. Uh, so with everything going on politically in um, Washington, the riots and the bullshit those fucking dumbasses did to the Capitol building, which I, I, I don't condone, um, OJ had put out a tweet saying, I don't know if you follow him, Trevor, but he was like, you know, I was out golfing my friends this morning, and then I came back to the 18th hole, and I was told what happened, and then blah, 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 and, you know, I was I was involved in the legal system, and, you know, I had cases that I didn't agree with, and I didn't like some of the outcomes that happened in the legal Results happened, but I had to follow them. I'm like, Jesus, OJ, <laughs> you can't, you can't, admit, you can't say that you were in court for murder on Twitter. Come on now. But, um, <laughs> no, so next game, Steelers versus Titans. It's a good one. Mm, yeah, the Steelers have looked flat the last yeah. few weeks. So that could be, we could be seeing another Titans run here. Believe it or not, back to back years. That's hard though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna go with the Steelers. They're going to be ready to play. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers, too. I they think look, that defensive look. line is solid. It yeah. really yeah. is. So I, I'll go with them. Um, Packers versus Saints. Packers. Pack. A little foreshadow. Pack, Packers are winning the Super Bowl. I don't Here's know about that. but. Um, so now we have. We'll see. Now we have for the final game, the NFC side or NFC division side, Seahawks and Buccaneers. It's a good one. That's a good one. Tommy and Russ again. Love that. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, depends on the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are so inconsistent. Yeah. Their defense, some games, looks incredible. In another game, they look like yeah. your I, Vikings defense. No, wait, no, I can't even talk about my Vikings. But I, I had Leonard Fournette <laughs> on my fantasy team, and he did who got for me this year. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say Buccaneers. Really? Yeah. I, th- I don't think the Seahawks – the Seahawks are they're an interesting team, but yeah. the Buccaneers have just had more firepower, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ride on the Brady train and go with 
the Bucks too. Now do you think now do you think if the Buccaneers lose that game or lose, let's say, in the NFC championship game, let's let's say the division round, they lose to the Seahawks. Do you think Bruce Arians stay come comes back next season? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, this is their first year, so they'll I don't I think whatever happens, they'll keep them. They're just gonna keep the same team. Yeah. Run it again. I don't I don't think – I mean, we're at Brady's end of his career, too. I don't think he probably wants to go through a new coaching yeah, change he doesn't, and a yeah. whole new system either. So. All right, so now we have in the AFC Championship, the Bills versus Steelers. Bills. Yeah, rock with the Bills. Keep rolling. Bills Mafia. Yep. Bills, making Jim Kelly proud. Uh, now, Packers versus Bucks. Packers. Go Pack. I'll go with the Pack, too, yeah. Oh, this guy. Are you about to have the Bills win the title, then? And then the Bills versus the Packers. Yeah. All right, I got the Packers. Packers, I'll take the Bills. Okay. Um, I think now, obviously, back towards when the Chiefs play the Bills in the division round. You know, obviously, the Chiefs could make the Super Bowl as well. Um, but I think between those teams, Bills, you know, like we've said, have been playing very well. The Packers have been playing extremely, even even better with Aaron Rodgers probably winning the MVP again. But I would have to say, I think the Packers are going to win it just because I think their coach is pretty good, is really good. Aaron Rodgers is playing very well this latest career. You have a uh, the defense isn't too bad. Jamal Adams, I believe, uh, right receivers aren't too bad. So I have to go with the Packers. They bring a title back to Green Bay, and they uh, they do the job for the NFC North. But the Bills, I think the Bills will be here for next year. Oh, yeah. I, could, I, I could be wrong. You know, they could choke next year. but um, They'll be they'll be around for a while. Yes. Um, the, the, the only reason why I'm rocking with the Bills is because I had Josh Allen in both, fan, both of my fantasy leagues. But, I mean – if uh, I'm riding with him, but if if that if that game turns out, I mean, the matchup between Devontae Adams and Tre'Davious White would, I think, be the decider of the game. Oh, I think no one, no one has been able to stop him all year. That, yeah. that Packers offense looks unstoppable. Yeah, you can't. Mm-hmm. Well, as I as I, I as we end the near of this show, as we finish that portion, the bracket and the uh videos and all that other wonderful motherfucking shit there's nothing else i really i mean really want to say i mean this definitely the world's been on an upside down especially in the united states with the current path after the election and you know sports and covid and all that stuff and sports being heavily now involved with health and uh politics and players getting involved and speak their mind i mean you have what happened in washington with you know you had the Celtics walking up the court against the Heat, and you had the Bucks postponing a game, whatever it was, and you had – it's just – I mean, and it's kind of like – not. I don't want to say sad that sports are getting involved with politics and speaking out because, you know, everyone got the right to speak, and it's, it's just it, – it's sad that it's turned out this explosive and that, mm-hmm. you know, you have everyone now speak, saying stuff, and it's now cut the attention of everybody, and I, I think that's what – and the people in charge that currently, uh, uh, you know, before, you know, the new um, president comes in, but I think that was their job, but it, it's, it's, it's just, it's life's not going to be different. Life's not going to be the old way it was after well, once January 21st, 22nd comes in, uh, grandpa, cre- gra- grandpa touchy biting come becomes president, <laughs> um, and whispers in all of our ears. Um, like it might go back to normalcy, but it's never going to change again. I know Chuck Schumer had said that this yesterday will live in infamy, and I just I, I I feel bad for all the people who were who you know were affected by it. You know, I, I say big fuck you, motherfucker, told people who thought that was cool invading the uh, Capitol building. But it's just you know life's gonna you know life will be back to normal eventually. 
once COVID mm -hmm. goes away and it's just, it's, mm -hmm. it'll be interesting, we'll but, but we'll, we'll see, hopefully that this vaccine, I mean, us three, we won't get it till uh, June or whatever. Oh, we're, yeah. yeah, we're not going to get it for a while. Um, but we're uh, just going to keep, keep our safety. Yeah, gotta wear a mask. Don't be like yeah. those fucking dumbasses oh, yeah. in Florida. But, um, mm -hmm. uh, what I want to say sincerely from the bottom of my heart, especially to all my viewers, thank you both for coming on here. I know you both have busy lives and both have, you know, other stuff. Um, to do so i'm not going to keep you any longer but this means a great deal for you guys to come in for oh, yeah. five of the ice tea and meme show with yours truly the old dog um always got always got a rep with the uh, sunglasses and the captain said always looking for the next great adventure um <laughs> you know, this, this is a great fun like i said earlier i appreciate you both greatly you both are good friends and i enjoy how much that you've stuck by and uh let no dog hang around um oh, yeah. a little while longer um hopefully you both definitely will be back i would like for you both to be back in the near future whether it be together or separate um that will mm -hmm. be discussed Sounds great um but yeah uh, as i end this uh this is episode number five as i said uh titled i don't know what i could title this uh, uh i guess i can title it wendy um, oh that's sure yes yeah, so that's I'll perfect it, i'll it wendy so on youtube and all else it'll be titled wendy so as i usually say this will be on this, you know, this is Thursday. I usually do Wednesday, but I, I made a special, uh, spe special, uh, deal <laughs> with, uh, friends. I, I had to, it was the only way. Um, I was out in Newport yesterday. You were, oh, yeah, you were out in Newport getting the, uh, <laughs> um, oh, and no, that, <laughs> <cliff walk> <laughs> yeah, he was getting the cliff walk all the way. Right. And the other guy was, uh, coming back from LA. So, uh, um, certain th things, adjustments are made perfectly. This, this kind of gone perfectly, but as I always mm -hmm. say, this will be on YouTube later tonight. Uh, the XT Meme Show channel. This will be on SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you can listen to it. The same name, the XT Meme Show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Follow, share with all your people you know, your family. Uh, the Instagram account, follow the handle, the XT Meme Show, no dog. Actually, it's just the XT Meme Show. Uh, but as I say, take care. Stay meme and scheming yours truly, no dog. Thank you for having us. Oh, no problem. Thank for you. Coming on today. I want to thank you all for watching this great episode. Catch us next week from the same time for another episode of the Ice Tea and Meme Show with Noel Dog. Take care and good night.